millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Handbags at Dawn, the show where it's actively encouraged to admit that your bag is filled with broken makeup, old receipts and cereal bars of questionable sugar levels for the kids. If on the outside we see a leather-bound, streamlined glamour puss, yet on the inside it's all a bit dishevelled actually, that's sort of marvellous with us. We're your handbag fixated hosts, Charlotte Edmonds and Jessica Johnson. Jess and I have many things in common. 15 years of friendship, media-centric careers in TV and journalism, and as mums of two, an ever-increasing interest in under-eye miracle creams. Who knew an average of four hours sleep a night over a six-year period could be quite so destructive? This is the one where we talk motherhood, emojis and stick men to the soothing sounds of Hove's finest seagulls with a tremendously talented blogger. We've gone all sorts of silly over the brilliance of our guest this week. Whilst on maternity leave from her job in social media and advertising, this mother of two decided to start a blog, bringing to life her take on the parent frontline with her now trademark incredibly funny stick figure cartoons. Word quickly spread, and soon the Hurrah for Gin site and Facebook page was entertaining hundreds of thousands of knackered mums and dads each month, and was soon recognised with the award Writer of the Year by Mumsnet and Blog of the Year at the Mad Blog Awards. These facts did not go unnoticed noticed by the publishers at Coronet, who promptly signed up the creator to pen her first book, ready for release in October. This is the very hilarious Katie Kirby. Welcome to Handbags <laughs> at Dawn, Katie. Hello. Hello. I feel like you know more about me than me. I've never heard <laughs> someone say stuff like that before. <laughs> it is all true, isn't it? It is true, actually. Yeah, yeah. It just sounds good when you say it all together. When someone else says it, it feels less like you're kind of showing off or something. When you write it about yourself, it comes across slightly <laughs> strangely. It just like, I shouldn't be saying this. I love one of your recent drawings when you were talking about when somebody pays you a compliment in real life and you're like, oh no, no, yeah. not me, I'm rubbish. And yeah. then you go on, on social Twitter media, or, yeah, it's like, retweet, retweet, retweet. It's totally different, isn't it, social media? It's just you learn that you've got to big yourself up because no one else is going to do it. And it goes so against how the way that most people are, I think, Na- naturally. Yeah. We're naturally, we're taught to sort of not show off. It's hard to sort of big yourself up. Yeah, it's a lot easier if someone else is doing it, I think. It just all sounds cringy when you're writing yourself. In fact, I've done the same thing in my book where I said, this is the intro, I'm cringy. Because <laughs> I can't help 
love it. Yeah, it's a weird one. What's the concept of the book? It's based around the blog, really. It's a similar sort of thing, but it's, it's obviously going to be a lot longer. It's 30 chapters, and it's in chronological order. It starts from pregnancy and goes through to starting school. So it's just kind of like individual essays, obviously, punctuated by lots and lots of stickman drawings. Is it all brand new stuff? Uh, no, it's mostly brand new. But it's incorporated some of my most popular posts, too. All the early days stuff's new so I've never talked about being pregnant or giving birth or having a young baby because I only started blogging when my little list was about six months old I think so that's been quite fun to kind of go back over and think about you know the funny bits and as a stick man I'm just trying to envisage a stick man giving birth or pregnant yeah I I mean you don't say anything (laughs) that graphic (laughs) (laughs) oh god I'm never gonna unsee that no no, it's a bit too covered up So where did the idea come from to do the stickman figures? Because they are just genius. It was just random coincidence in a way. I think I've always liked images and pictures. And sometimes, you know, when you're writing something, you just don't have a relevant photograph to share with it. I wrote a post um, about the difficulties of having children. And in it, I said about one time, my oldest came up to me with a little plastic knife. And he said, Mummy, I'm going to cut you up and build a house out of you. And I mean, so, that's so sweet. <laughs> yes, that's very I know. So loving. I thought I said, you know, the sort of parenthood is really hard, but ultimately it's worth it. One day your child will come up to you and say, Mummy, I'm going to cut you up into bricks and build a house out of you. And I didn't have a picture of that, obviously. So I drew like, a little picture of my body being used to build a house in just like basic form. And then it just started from that, really. And then people seemed to just quite like the pictures that I did. And it seemed to add quite a good element of humour to the post. I think what's so clever about your stick figures is that it makes them instantly applicable to everybody. I look at that and go, yes, this is in my house. This is my life right here. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how your drawing skills are generally, but I'm sure it was a conscious decision to make them very basic so that it could be relevant. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously it's quick to do as well, so that works quite well. But I think the kind of rubbishness of them kind of adds to it in a way. It's supposed to be bad. I sometimes do get people, you know, trolling me going, oh, your drawings are terrible. I'm like, like I think that they're really good, and I'm going to go. Oh no, someone's like, I can't draw. I tried so hard. I know, I know. That's my favourite troll type of comment when the people like lay into my drawing skills. (laughs) But they're (laughs) so clever because they're just such good observation of real family situations and the kind of ridiculous elements of parenthood. Really, yeah. It's just talking about life. Really, I tried to make it a bit more like a diary, as such. This is what's happened, and actually, when you write down what just a normal day's like, actually, a lot of people are like yeah that's just like my normal day too and you realise that everyone's going through the same trials and tribulations which makes it better and then you can feel quite sad and overcome by all of the you know the pressure and thinking you're the only one that's going through it but as soon as you know everyone else is in the same boat it becomes funny and then solidarity yeah solidarity exactly did you read other people's blogs before you started your own yeah I did I started reading more when I'd started writing just as a kind of you know check out the competition yeah networking networking networking, (laughs) and and, uh, stealing ideas (laughs) but um there's more now like raw like you know the young mumsy mum and just a normal mummy and eba mum there's more blogs like that now that are kind of talking about the raw and real sides of parenting i couldn't really find anything like that when i was starting to write mine so i think that's what kind of led me to do that a bit as well i wanted to blog about the funny sides of parenting why do you think there's been such a surge with that honesty and that openness about real life with kids i just think people are getting a bit sick of social media just being the perfect rose-tinted view of life it can make you feel quite down, can't 
find it sometimes if you're just looking at blogs or just looking at Facebook pages, you know, all the kids are so well turned out and they're smiling and happy and everyone's kitchen looks amazing. And sometimes you can compare that to your life and just think, I'm not achieving anything. Look at my house, look at my kids, it's a state. Saying that, I do still look at blogs that have that lovely, you know, lovely pictures and the kind of rosy tinted view because I like that too. I think it's a, it's nice to have a mix. So I think there's room for everybody. You know, sometimes people ask me and they expect me to kind of almost like attack blogs that have this kind of pretty lovely look to them. I think it's nice to have that and it's nice to have the real side. It's nice to have a bit of everything. Well, it's escapism, isn't it? If yeah, you it think is about escapism, exactly. When you look at your normal life and there's piles of laundry. And... Yeah. By the way, there is none of that here. It is a matter. It's because I have tied it up for you. Are you doing that thing that I do if someone comes around and like tied it up? Yeah. Like, don't go upstairs. Don't go upstairs. Yeah. Don't go upstairs. The kids go upstairs and you don't come down immediately. Yeah. There's no more play dates for you. Oh, now the, now the mum is going upstairs to get you because she can't find a sock and then you have yeah. to hold the mum's ankle to drag her back down the stairs so she doesn't know the reality of your life. No? Just me. Yeah, that's all of us. Yeah. But it's like the equivalent if you, you know, you might want to go away to a little boutique hotel for the weekend. It's not mm. normal life, but you don't want to see the same pile of laundry there, do you, that you have at home? No, no. of course not. You, yeah, it's just about balance, isn't it? It's nice to have a bit of everything. Maybe it's time to start talking about your handbag, Katie. You look like you're pretty organised. This is just all smoke and mirrors here because it's usually a state. What does your handbag say about you? Um, my handbag is messy. Mostly. I, in fact, I've actually tidied my handbag up a little bit because I went through it trying to see what I was in it. It's mostly full of sand. It's quite compact, actually. I've got a bigger one sometimes out of green when I take some. I might take that to London later on, but this is my day-to-day. What are you doing so. in London later? And why does that fancy bag get to go to the business? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to meet my publisher, yeah, so talk about plans for the book. Was the publisher a fan of yours and then approached you? Yeah, actually, she was, I think, cause it, and they approached me quite a long time ago before I had that many followers. She was on maternity leave and so she'd just come across my blog anyway, which was nice, so she'd been reading it from a personal perspective and then said, oh, you know, hey, have you thought about writing a book? And I said, well, you know, maybe. Um, <laughs> and it went from there and then um, I got quite a lot of coverage on my blog because it went in the Daily Mail and things like that and other people kind of picked it up. You know, then I get people to start to recognise me or come up and say things to me and still feel like a bit of a fraud. Like, I still feel that's weird or people will go, oh, I really like you, you're really funny. I'm like, oh, funny. It just doesn't feel real in some ways. You came from a social media background, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah, I've always worked in advertising and then I got more into working in social media, particularly after the birth of my first son. So yeah, it was kind of a natural progression. I used to work identifying influencers and bloggers and stuff too. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe I could try it from the other side. I have written kind of blogs before in the past and I've always kept diaries. I just love writing. So I didn't expect people to read this. You know, I didn't go out there expecting anything to come of it. I just thought I'm going to start blogging about my kids because I like writing and it might be a nice thing to do. There was no other agenda apart from that at all. But then that's the thing that makes it authentic. So although you've got that brilliant background in advertising and Mm. social media, it's not like a kind of um, contrived thing where it's like, okay, well, it's this this many hits and I'll post this many times and that sort of thing. It does take a lot of time blogging and you don't earn money from it either really. So, well, you you can, you know, but I've always been like, no, it's about the writing for me and so I don't do all the kind of sponsored posts and, you know, reviews. So I don't really get any benefits out of it, so to speak. The benefit I get out of it is because I enjoy doing it and I enjoy that people enjoy it. Why did you make the decision to not be sponsored? I suppose I just felt like it would kind of annoy people a bit. You know, when you come to someone's blog, if the content's hidden between advertorials and sponsored stuff, it just doesn't come across in the same way and I just want it to be all about the quality. Would it still be the same if you got a phone call from Mr Bombay Sapphire? (laughs) Hello! I presume that's how he speaks. (laughs) 
yeah. Hello, I have a lifetime supply. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I've got. Yeah, I've had quite a few. And sometimes gin companies just contact me. Go, oh, I just really like your book. Can we just send you some gin? Like no agenda, nothing. Just have some. So uh, I'm sitting here going, Why didn't we think of yeah. this? You have no. people ringing you asking to send you gin. Yeah. Well, when, I, when I decided to name my blog, I literally decided to start it on the sofa one night with no real thought. And my husband, I said, What are you going to call it? I'm going to go. Oh, I'm going to call it like something to do with gin. I'm going to call it Hurrah for Gin because you know the mum connection with gin and I like gin and he goes oh don't call it that because no brands all want to work with you and I was like well I don't really care I don't want to work with brands I'm just going to write a blog about the kind of realities of being a mum but actually it's worked out quite well <laughs> yeah. the only freebie that's actually you know that's probably one of the only freebies I really want but I don't, has your husband now got one of those hats but instead of beer on each side and a straw he's got a bottle of <laughs> yeah. Plymouth yeah. on each side yeah. I love the blog the name was genius <laughs> yeah the thing is although I do really like gin but it's not something I drink relentlessly like every night I, tr- I tend to drink wine more commonly so gin would be more like a aperitif on it like a fire day or something like that so I've got loads now to get through loads such a difficult position really my it's heart terrible. is bleeding <laughs> <laughs> it's funny isn't it the way that when you look in the top of people's blogs the top of people's twitter feeds there's usually top three wine or gin is listed it's like the you know, lover of like I get people from America though and it's just not really the done thing I think to sort of to talk too much about you know it's kind of frowned upon apparently people don't drink at home that much here I just think people it's just English isn't it everyone likes drinking and especially um, when they've had kids and you don't want to have to pay kids, for a babysitter yeah. just no, you know exactly. when you'd normally go to the park. why do you get people like then saying oh you know you, you're promoting alcohol too much and things like that but I don't know I just think just like a drink sometimes I don't hardly ever get drunk you know usually it's just I have a glass of wine in the evening like some people just love to get offended and that's the internet you're always going to offend some people who do you think you are trying to be funny about being a mum I don't want to see that so I get people you know take the time to find my email address and write me an email to tell me that I'm not funny that's just fine write back, you don't need you. I don't <laughs> expect to find I'm funny like but why are you trying to make me feel bad you should it's do like crazy. a special stick man picture kind of standard response to yeah those. I should actually I'm that's really a really funny. good idea yeah. <laughs> like just a big delete yeah, on the screen okay that's a good idea maybe <laughs> I might just like, make them more irritated I try not to overthink it too much because if I think about who I'm going to offend with everything there wouldn't be any humour in it because it'd just be so bland and boring part of being funny or comedy is that slightly saying things that other people might not say your son's not going to chop you up and make a house out of you yeah that's completely deranged it's hilarious yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) do you love anime gaming movies and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do then join us on crunchyroll presents the anime effect I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. 
but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. I think you've reinvented your career, haven't you? So that you can be here mm. and work in a flexible yeah. way. We've tried to do the same thing. It means working through the night. Yeah. But, you know, who needs sleep? Exactly. I do. Look at my complexion. Look at it. <laughs> I really need it. In my book, I interview my mum and dad for one of the chapters on how their parenting experience was versus ours. And it's all just that we, we didn't know what anyone else was doing. It was harder because, you know, you had to wash the nappies all the time and there wasn't as much stuff and all the toys. And so in a lot of ways, the physicalities of it were a lot harder but no one was judging you no one was comparing no one knew what anyone else was doing you didn't have the internet and celebrities and you know people going oh, we should do this you should do that they just got on with it and they didn't care so it's really interesting how it was harder but easier at the same time and yeah and our life is easier and hard at the same time we have mm. more guilt yeah more fear more are we doing the right thing yeah. more constant judging of other people and ourselves exactly. and uh but actually probably doing a damn good job in a yeah. lot of ways not every day yeah and not all day of that day but some of it yeah, <laughs> yeah. So of most days. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> High fives all round. Hey. <laughs> so, Katie, do we think we should have a rummage in your yes, bag? Okay. The first item. Right. Oh, okay. So, I had a lipstick in here. Oh, that's a good red, colour. Actually. It does stay on really well, actually. But not in that kind of stay on just around the outside of your lips so you look like a woman over the age of 70. <laughs> and then the rest of it on your teeth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, like the problem. that's the problem with putting on lipstick like this. I don't wear makeup that much because often I work at home quite a lot or sometimes I'm just going to do the school run then I come back home then I do the school run then I come back home so I'm not even really seeing anybody if you're just going to go out for an impromptu drink your outfit's a bit rubbish or you're not wearing that much makeup you can just put a bit of lipstick on it totally glams you up it sort of works a bit like the glass of wine when the kids are in bed yeah. slick of lipstick hello yeah. I'm back to pre-kids me yeah <laughs> definitely what was pre-kids you like? I was in London so I only moved down here just as I was pregnant with my eldest working in advertising in London I liked going out quite a lot basically <laughs> yeah, why was, wouldn't um, you yeah I was you know I've always been quite a social person if you had to draw stick characters of your pre-child life what would they be like they'd probably be very similar to what I'm like on a night out now so because <laughs> I haven't changed to be honest I don't go out as much anymore but when I do go out I'm just the same I never want to go home I'm just always the one that's kind of like no let's stay for another drink I love dancing I love to have a dance so I'm always on the dance floor don't you find it annoying that as you get older you have to have dinner first and wait till 11pm to dance like <laughs> yeah. to be to not be frowned upon I mean like you can do whatever yeah I always want to just go and dance and my favourite well. is when a club or something first opens and there's no one else on the dance floor yeah and, I can and you can have, have it all yourself <laughs> do you yeah. worm yeah <laughs> we do much more going out for dinner now with my friends it's hard isn't it to go out because also you know when you go out dancing it's usually quite a late night so you just don't have the time or can't spare the hangover but um, on the rare occasions I do I absolutely love it it's such a release it's just so euphoric dancing I just think it wakens up this joy 
in you that nothing else really does. I get those moments sometimes when I'm in the car on my own, a song that I absolutely yeah. love comes on and you can just whack it, it up, up yeah. without anyone going, no, I want to listen to Jack yeah. and the Beanstalk or whatever. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> That's fine as long as we can go, all right? But dancing is important. If anyone is listening who owns any manner of clubs or bars, please introduce a Just for Mums <laughs> early dance floor night. Yes, but starting at eight. So no. I'm, I'm more for the like, yeah, early 8 p.m. disco. Yes. You can have a few drinks, then get home for 11 o'clock. Yeah, and still go to before bed. you have to do yeah. pay time and a half to the babysitter. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, yeah. someone. Mm. The good thing about going out with other mum friends is they're often in the same boat. I don't know about you, but when I'm with friends who've got kids, we don't really want to talk too much, actually. We sort of <laughs> talk Done to talking. Talking you know, all we've all said what needs to be said in the yeah. past. Let's just go out. Kind of like, this is, Charlotte, you're not so keen on emojis, are you? Not at all, Jess. Get rid of them. Massive emoji <laughs> fan. And it really made me, when you were saying in the chicken pox diaries, but how yeah. you and your husband correspond. And we do. Sometimes. My husband do and I you? do. And it just makes me laugh. There are some times where you just think, it's too much effort to write the words and you just need the pictures to just... Yeah. <laughs> it sounds quite sad, but sometimes we literally just text using only emojis and you've got to try and work it out like a game. It's like cryptic. Yeah. It's hysterical. It just made me laugh because we, we do you exactly can't get the same. I can't get just involved. Say no. I won't be changed. The I'm dancing ladies for a night out. I mean, nothing, no yeah. words will ever. You could just write dancing ladies. Just the picture. And some cocktail glasses. And the cocktail glasses. And some like hand Okay. okay. Yeah. I will concede that I can see <laughs> some benefit. However, when I walk past a shop, you now sell emoji cushions. No. So they are no. saying, no, sit wrong. on my face. <laughs> what is that? No. This is, see, sometimes merchandise doesn't need to be invented. Yeah, that's So I stood there. The first time I saw that, my arms became heavy and I thought, what has happened to humankind? Yeah. <laughs> the destruction of English language. I like all the words to be in every sentence. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why emojis make me go, oh. So I don't belong in the 21st century. I belong in Victorian times. <laughs> anyway, that's me. So the glamorous lipstick. Yeah. I love the fact that you did a dress like a mum post the other day and I don't want to keep harping on about the stuff you've already done because your fans would already know about it but oh good god I cried with laughter the fact that you went oh no I dress like a mum so did my children so yeah. does my husband so does yeah. everybody I know let's immediately go to London it's really annoying because I think this is just more pressure that people put on mums it's just like mums can't do anything right you either dress too frumpy or you make too much effort you're too perfect to look at you know people don't like it if you dress completely not like a mum either they're like oh who does she think she is with all her immaculate hair and makeup and clothes no one says that to dads no one is like you know dads just wear a t-shirt and jeans and trainers every day and I think that you know magazines and brands and advertisers they all play into the insecurities they're trying to convince you to spend money on stuff that you don't need really that you'd feel better if you you know you stop being so mumsy all the time but there's nothing wrong with being a mum I'm quite proud of being a mum you know I don't care if I look like a mum you know why is that a bad thing to look like what you are I agree and we want to be able to rock out at our 8 o'clock disco (laughs) with our red lipstick on it's all about the balance the other night I went out because my younger sister turned 18 and I thought I am going for it so I popped on a little (laughs) black dress it was horrifically low cut I thought why not (laughs) you looked fabulous all the pictures well very kind of you very kind of you but what happened it was a big family occasion we went to this beautiful restaurant Mm -hmm. and at this big family table I went down to the loo and there was a guy there that needed some assistance and I helped him and my mum came out of the loo behind me and um, we got back to the table and she went darling that was very nice of you she said I have to be honest though I came out of the loo and thought oh there's that dirty old man with his hooker and then I realised it was my 
eldest daughter helping a blind man up the stairs. So, darling, appearances can be deceiving. And then she said, and she said, in my because I was obviously horrified and went, the dress was wrong. She said, in my defence, I did think you were a high class hooker. <laughs> Yeah. If I eat my dinner, can I get to the moon? Someone is telling us we have to move on to your second okay. item, Katie. Um, Let's yeah. have a look in your bag. So this is emergency. Oh, look, that's quite a stash emergency there. Sweets. Emergency sweeties. Um, the bride for uh, the children or mummy. Just these situations where you're kind of out somewhere, and I particularly somewhere that you might be like in a queue or waiting, or they're kicking off. And you're just like, ah, a lollipop is a lifesaver, really. Because not only do they distract them and make them happy, but they also can't talk when they've got them in their mouth. <laughs> it's like a win-win situation, Now, really. do, do you kind of add to the distraction by giving them to them fully wrapped? Or do you unwrap them no, for they them? No, you could do that, actually. So you can open it yourself. Try and get into that. Which, yeah, that, I might try. That's a really good <laughs> idea. Yeah, because they are hard to do. I also yeah. have the emergency lollipops. Where do you stand on people frowning upon sugar intake of children? I just think, mind your own business to be honest nothing to do with you um, I suppose some people are very healthy eating organic snacks no sugar things like that but I've never been like that I've been a bit like oh, slip the baby a bit of chocolate because have you seen what chocolate does to babies' faces <laughs> it makes them brilliant. happy you know it's like it's like you've only got one life haven't you and I just think when there's joy to be had you should get involved good and, for photos um, as well balanced. just everything in moderation I think mine are fussy eaters though and I'm sure quite a bit of that is my fault I don't know I just think there's more important things in life to worry about I was really fussy eating as a kid I know I didn't eat any vegetables so I was about 25 like literally nothing apart from chips potatoes are a vegetable yeah yeah so that's the only thing I ate though potatoes so 25 that is interesting yeah what was it that made you have a vegetable no really I think I just started liking a couple of them and I don't know I think your body as you go old it starts recognizing the need for different foods isn't it I grew up eating Bernard Matthew turkey burgers and Ain George Light and oh Angel Delight yeah I think it was the 80s wasn't it yeah and that was quite normal to be honest I think now probably kids have a better diet than they yeah. ever have. We're veg obsessed now, aren't we? I actually yeah. heard that a vegetable butcher has opened up in London. I was oh, like, right. can you imagine going in and asking for a fillet of carrots or something? Exactly. What, what? That's just a greengrocer, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Like, People <laughs> often just invent stuff for the sake of it. That isn't peak thing. gentrification. That is yeah, that right is, there. Yeah. I remember there was a kid that came over after brownies that wouldn't eat vegetables, and my mum every week she came over would give her one extra pea on her plate and make her sit there. <laughs> she ate it so we got up to the grand total of five peas so she's home for five weeks after brownies and my mum got a phone call going and um, she doesn't want to come over and play anymore you're force feeding her peas and my mum went of course I am put the phone down and went Charlotte you have to get a new friend um, I love your mum <laughs> she's a legend she's so funny <laughs> she is brilliant where do you stand Jess on feeding you're a virtuous veggie person you give your children pretty healthy yeah, stuff pretty good my son is definitely a vegetable dodger my daughter's really really into her veg so that's lucky I don't know I mean again everything in moderation and you'll have some days where everything on the plate is beige and then other days where it's a little bit more colourful so yeah. it just depends doesn't it and kids one minute they'll go I really love runner beans and you go yes and you'll run to the nearest supermarket you buy runner beans love them and then next week no take these away what are they disgusting yeah. so offended my, my daughter informed me yesterday made her bacon she went uh, no mummy I only like bacon on Thursdays I'm like <laughs> bacon Thursdays how did you not know I'm only like bacon on first days. This is the sound of someone telling us we have to move on to your third and oh, okay. final item. Right. 
Oh, here we go. It's just like a Lego reward card, really. But VIP, what makes this VIP? Oh, well, to be honest, I don't know. I think this is, I'm not that super special, but we go to Lego shop quite a lot, basically. So um, your son's... son's obsessed with Lego. He's nearly six, so he's just everything Lego. We have them. They take ages to build. Then they get completely smashed, and then they get mixed up with all the other Lego in a massive soup, and then they never get made again. Then every morning he comes down, you've got these big tubs of Lego, and you just hear this, the worst sound ever. <laughs> Yeah, the, the oh, sound of it just and, it and it's always at like half past eight just as I'm like get your shoes on get your shoes on we need to go and then you just hear that and the Lego's emptied everywhere is there anything bar childbirth which is more painful than stepping Lego. on Lego yeah no that is bad isn't it and it drives me mad yeah Lego it just takes so long to scoop it all back up again it's just the little things that really push you over the edge yeah. that sort of general mess that mm. level of destruction that we all live with as parents <laughs> yeah your priorities change and you know when you're younger and you're quite carefree and you're out quite a lot you're like well who cares about this but you know when you've got kids and you're spending a lot of time at home just all the little things can sometimes become more consuming I think I now look at my life and go why is it so messy why is everything breaking why is it but I used to be much much worse pre-kids at the moment I'm driving a car that I think the suspension has gone it's like driving a Honda CRV that has been pimped that's really annoying me but in the old days I'd have done that and left it and it wouldn't have annoyed me at all or this morning I dried my hair using hair dry that sometimes and sometimes doesn't it's very exciting has huge sparks that fly out the back and I'm like oh god I'm <laughs> but in the old days I'd have just found that really amusing I'd have quite like enjoyed it like look at the audacity of my hairdryer trying to injure me <laughs> as, as, as I'm trying to set my hair yeah. on flame I used to almost pride myself on the disarray of my life and be like who's going home for dinner no one <laughs> <laughs> it's weird I think maybe there's more things out to get you when you're a parent so you're kind of like why is everything trying to get me feeling attacked by your kids all the time they're kind of boysy boys it's all about guns and <laughs> shooting and killing people to be honest but speaking of the kind of casual violence there associated yeah. with children. You've blogged before about the gender differences. Where do you stand on that? I totally believe that all children should be able to play with whatever they like. So I've tried to encourage that in my kids. Like we've got a little, you can see over there, it's a toy kitchen just round the corner. Oh, yeah. I use it to, because I make cards and stuff, I stack all my stock in there because they don't play with it. And I did have a little buggy for them and they liked the buggy, but they liked using it as a battering ram. And to then... be fair, a lot of mums use buggies as battering rams as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. out of my way. Way. learned it from me without me knowing. <laughs> but um, so I've tried to kind of do that. But no, they're really boisey, and I think that's fine too. Almost some people think it's negative to have a child that follows the stereotype. Mm. But that's just something within them. So as much as I believe in all kids should be able to play with what they want, I sometimes get a bit annoyed at the fact that people look down on it. Almost like they go too far. The little girls want to wear these princess dresses, and they're kind of like, "Well, oh, no, don't do that," because I want you to kind of, you know, not do that girly thing. But they're just kids they just want to have fun so if they like princess dresses let them wear princess dresses that's fine you know and ultimately I think all kids kind of grow out of that phase too and you don't get many teenagers wanting to wander around you know in princess dresses and stuff so you obviously haven't I been to Hoxton <laughs> yeah <laughs> can you touch your nose on your toes that is the sound unfortunately of someone telling us that is the end of our podcast today thank you so much oh, for being just for the most me. phenomenal guest how's your handbags at dawn experience been brilliant it's been really fun actually it's been 
like a nice chat. Katie, <laughs> where can people find you on social media? They can find me, uh, my blog's hurrahforjin.com and then I've got a Facebook page, Hurrah for Gin, and Instagram as well. So yeah, I'm everywhere really. Brilliant. And your book is out when? <laughs> it's the 6th of October. Just in time for Christmas. It's, yeah. Thank you yeah, so much for having you. us, Katie. It's been brilliant. Thank you very much. We will be on Twitter and Instagram at Handbags Podcast. But until next week, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, you can. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.